You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Basic Education Minister Angie Motecha will release the National Senior Certificate results for the class of 2023 today. This as the Independent Examinations Board, the IEB, attained an overall pass rate of 98.46%. In the 2023 National Senior Certificate Examinations for Analysis, were joined on the line by Professor of Practice at the University of Johannesburg, Professor Mary Metcalf. Prof, thank you for your time with us this morning on SAFM. Your thoughts on the performance of the class of 2023 who wrote the IEB exam. Morning, Sabantile. Thank you for that. And please call me Mary. Um, Sabantile, you know, the, uh, every year we get the IEB results just before we get the results of the class from the DBE. And every year I am delighted to see how well the IEB students have done because what we're talking about is the lives of individual people who've put themselves through this requirement to write an exam and pass, and we all know how much depends on it. So very much on the day of the results, I think we should focus on being happy for those who've succeeded. But of course, we also have to look at the system level issues. What does this tell us about our country? So the first thing that we need to know is that learners who write the IEB exam and those that write the DBE exam are writing an exam that's of the equivalent status, well, the equivalent standard, which is the role of Omolusi. So learners who get an individual pass mark of, say, 90% in a subject, mm-hmm. Omolosi's role has been to ensure that what's 90% in the IEB and what's 90% in the DBE is equivalent. So that raises the question, which has always happened every year, is why are the IEB results as high as, for example, this year, 98%? Yeah. NEC lower. But the answer is actually not as complicated as people think. People who go to private schools are usually people who come from families who have disposable income. It is a small sample of our own country, whole country. Mm. And you can see that in the figures of, of who writes. I was just trying to quickly make sure I had the figures right before I spoke to you. But it's no more than 1% or 2% of the country. The people who write the DBE exam are learners across the length and breadth of the socioeconomic range of our country. Children who come from deeply disadvantaged circumstances, deep rural areas, families who don't have resources. The ones who write the IEB would probably do more or less the same in the DBE exam. But it's a a small group who we want to congratulate, who we want to affirm, who we want to thank the teachers for their support. But you can't compare Mm, to the DBE. 
What, what do you make of uh, of, of calls uh, and more recently um, this week from the Premier Panyaza Lesufi for um, the same examination across the board, one country, one examination? He says, "What do you make for for uh, of calls of that nature?" You know, I, I have great respect for Premier Lesufi. I hope he's listening. I hope he's heard me say that, and he knows it because we have a long history. But this is what the law provides. We have a law um, that establishes our accreditation system, in which provides for the creation of Umalusi. And in that law, there is provision for different examining bodies. You have the IEB providing examinations at this level. You have SAICI. You have the IEB. If he thinks that those who created the law may have erred, there's nobody in a better position to start a new policy process. But mm. calling upon the public, I'm not sure who he's calling upon. <laughs> well, he, I'm beginning to be really naughty now. Is he calling upon the public to ask him to do it? Fantastic question, Mary. Fantastic question. I have two callers on the line who do want to jump in in just a moment. I'll, I'll go to them just now. Um, but, but I just wanted us to quickly speak about um, concerns that you've certainly raised over the years about the uh, the dropout rate, right? When we're looking at the number of um, children or learners that would have started um, this this 12-year journey um, 12 years ago and the number that actually finished and uh, the, the, the high dropout rate that we see over the years, it still remains a big problem. I've been doing a lot of work with others who are more experts than me on the question of dropout. And I think that there's so many interesting dimensions to understanding the figures. What we have to resist is two things. We, we must resist saying that the real metric result rate is much lower than this. I don't think that's correct. The, the NEC result we get today is the real result. However, mm. we do have a lot of young people who start dropping out from grade 10. There are views that they move to the the TVET colleges, Mm -hmm. and I'm reaching the conclusion that I don't think that that's the case. Mm -hmm. We're hoping that there will be more integration of data information across DHET and DBE so we can track learners across the two systems. What we do know is that we have a huge number of young people who are what we call meat, not in education, not in employment, Mm. not in training. And those young people have very little sense of hope to participate in the the labor market. And that is a devastating loss, not only for them, but to our country. Because these are people who have talent, who have ability, and who should be participating productively. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.